0: hey there and welcome back to rival reviews uh how are you guys doing i guess uh first and foremost the most uh important thing to say is uh happy new year and happy holidays to all those who were um celebrating the past uh few weeks and stuff like that i know uh i was originally trying to uh <clears throat> keep this as best scheduled as possible so i apologize that uh i'm a little late with this episode but i have a pretty full house right now and uh then there was the holidays and everything else like that. So that makes it, you know, makes it a little difficult to get the uh, spare time you need to sit down and just uh, talk about what you want to talk about. Um, so I thought for this week, uh, what would actually uh, fit the bill pretty nicely uh, now that it's a new year with a new year comes a new season. Um, so I thought that I would give my first impressions. A lot of the not all of them, but a lot of the first episodes uh, of a lot of things that I was a. Uh, interested in watching came out. Um and so I thought I'd maybe give like my first thoughts. I know that uh especially when it comes to new things and everything else like that, uh if you know there's only one episode it's very, very much an introduction. Um and it doesn't really give too much as to how the story will be, or, you know, by episode twelve of the season or whatever else if it'll even end up being good um um but i i would like to take, uh take the time to obviously talk about a few that um i feel started really strongly and ones that um i've obviously uh been looking forward to and so have i think uh a lot of people uh so let's get into it so uh first things first i think i'll uh, start with the most obvious uh one that everybody was probably looking forward to when it was first even announced um and that was the first episode of soul leveling um great introduction um i also really enjoyed the direction that they went where they kind of like opened up with that uh island with the ants and everything else to kind of give an introduction to some of the you know like the the exposition kind of how it is like wh- why the world the way it uh why why it operates the way it does and everything else like that i thought they really did a good job with that um <clears throat> a lot of comments that i've been seeing online and i i would tend to agree with is that they were really hoping that the first episode was going to be an hour long um which i do d- definitely agree with cuz i feel as if that we got a lot of the exposition and then we were finally getting into you know the beginning of like when he's going to you know become the crazy op main character that we all know and love from the manhwa and uh we didn't really even like, we got the teaser of the fight to come, and then it went black. Um, So that was kind of unfortunate. I do think that uh, I it would have been beneficial to, you know, have the episode for the full hour, so you got that exposition, and then we also got that final fight, and then I thought that it would be a really strong um second episode of him waking up to, like, kind of his new, you know, form, or however you want to put it. Um I thought that... I honestly thought that that's the direction they were going to go. Um, not what happened, but I'm still obviously looking forward to this one for sure, because if anybody's read solo leveling, you, you all know that we've yeah, we've been waiting forever, ever since we probably first started reading it, that we wanted it to be animated. Um, so at least, hey, we're fi- we're finally here. Um, so I, I am definitely very interested um, to see where that goes. Um, coming up next to our, um, one that I was actually kind of surprised that I was even going to be really into, um, which was, uh, a, a contender for one of the uh, most ridiculous uh, titles of the season two, uh, seventh time loop. The villainous enjoys a carefree life married to their worst enemy. Um, though it's not an Atomi Isekai, I guess, to the traditional sense um, I do find it really cool, though, that it's like a regression story. Um, so kind of like how it says, obviously, in the title, um, this is her seventh life. Um, one way or another, she's died in all these previous lives. And in all these previous lives, she comes back to the same starting point in all these lives and uh, comes back with the knowledge that she's gained from those previous lives. So I think like the first one, they teased that like she learned how to become like a really good merchant and then uh, a couple of her lives, she was also like a herbalist, so she knows how to like be a doctor, basically, essentially in this kind of time frame. Um, and then even like to the previous one that was uh, introduced in the first episode, um, was her as a knight. Um, so I I'm really looking forward to the way this direction. I and and of course like they ended right at the end of the first episode with the uh, well. It says right there. Obviously, the, vanilla, the villainous enjoys a carefree life, married to their worst enemy. Um, won't spoil too much as to what happens, but the end is the proposal from this said worst enemy. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, this one for sure. Um, I th- and I think it really does look promising. Um, next one, which was actually funny enough, one that I've act- I actually read not too long ago and wasn't even aware that it was getting, uh, an anime adaptation until I saw the new, until I like literally saw it on Crunchyroll, uh, the wrong way to use healing magic. Uh, this one is the, I would say probably, probably going to be the most popular, uh, isekai of the season, most likely. Um, you know, traditional story, high school students get warped into a world, get told that, they need to save the world uh, only in this in this sense uh our main character actually isn't the hero he was actually a tag along that wasn't even supposed to be uh summoned in the first place um but he seems to have apparently in this world healing magic is uh rare um so it's discovered that he holds this rare which is it, it, which I found interesting that like even like and even in reading I found it too that like so you're not supposed to be the hero but you have the rarest of the abilities of the three of you that got sent here. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. Um, and I, and like I said, but for, at least from what I've read, and I don't even think we'll get close to where I am in the manga from uh, the 12 episodes we'll probably get um, in this season, um, but it is a really fun read. Um, again, if you're not a fan of reading, I would suggest watching this weekly because the story is fun. Um, the characters are fun, and like I said, it, I, I don't want to give any spoilers, but I, I find that the title in itself is just enticing. Like, how can you use healing magic in the wrong way? And then once you get to know this story and understand uh, the meaning of the title, you're like, wow, yeah, um, I would not have thought to use healing magic that way. Um, so it's a, it's it's very appropriately titled, and uh, the, the payoff of finding out what the title means is, is worth it. Uh, so I would give it a shot. Uh, next one that we ended, that I ended up watching was the unwanted undead adventurer. Um, was super surprised by this one because I didn't really hear a lot about it. I just kind of read the description that was on the, um, crunch roll and went from there. And I found it very fun that it kind of, uh, encompasses different elements from a couple ones that i've read where like uh it it was very reminiscent at least in me to this manwa that i've read or i guess i'm currently reading called uh, the undead ranker um and then kind of mixed it with um the the ever so popular so what if i'm a spider i find that it's very reminiscent to both of those so essentially kind of how it all goes down is that you know he's an adventurer and he dies and he wakes up and becomes an undead and he learns that he can actually get still rank and and still like become stronger by killing like the the things in the dungeon that he died in and everything else like that um and it looks like he can progressively get stronger and even evolve into i guess more powerful undead uh creatures um so yeah i was actually kind of surprised that this one came out and i was actually kind of weirded out at how uh similar it was to those two that i, I just mentioned um so yeah I, I would say that i'm actually kind of looking forward to that one because it's it's it was a un- unexpected surprise when i opened up uh crunch roll to kind of see like oh okay what am i interested in this uh this season um, and then fi- the final one that I want to talk about is probably definitely the winner of the most ridiculous, uh, title of the season. Uh, here we go. The strongest tanks labyrinth raids, a tank with a rare nine, 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 nine resistance still gets kicked out. Sorry. Resistance skill gets kicked out of the heroes party. <laughs> Quite a mouthful. Um, I actually really enjoy these type of stories. The whole, like, you know. This one, I think, is just going to be like a kind of a mindless watch, so to speak, because it's it's one of those that's going to be very obvious as to where it goes. Essentially, the first one, you know, we open up to uh, a fight with the heroes party and then they're in the guild and then the main hero kicks out this tank because he feels at least that he was doing a bad job and he was useless because all he could do was just tank damage and he wasn't even taking damage properly, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we then learn very quickly that he was actually taking, you know, he was a tank that wasn't only taking the the damage that he was tanking for the party, but was also just inherently with his skill taking like half of the damage of the one, of 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 uh, everybody of the party's damage that he wasn't tanking. Um, so obviously, I think this is going to go down the route that uh, you know the the heroes party is going to go in with their new. Uh, party and uh, learn very quickly that uh, the tank wasn't so useless and obviously hilarity will ensue. Um, Like I said, I don't think this, you know, I don't, I don't see this uh, anime winning any awards or anything like that, but I do think that it will be a fun read because I actually do kind of enjoy this. uh, I don't know. I guess you can call it an archetype of, of the whole, like, uh, Everybody think you know, the hero thinks that he's a useless party member, so he kicks him out, and then, lo and behold, discovers that he was actually not useless the entire time. Um, You can probably see these from past other 12-season one-offs that you've seen, like, uh, there was that Tamer one a few seasons ago, uh, there's the Red Mage one that I think is pretty popular. Um, and it, it all, they all kind of follow the same thing where like the hero's like, oh, actually, you know, they were pretty useful. And then, you know, they try to be like pompous and go, okay, I'll let you back in, I guess not actually like, you know, being like, Hey, I messed up. <laughs> um, but they're fun watches. Um, so if you're looking for something mindless to kind of just add to your cue because you feel like the cue, cause I, I, I know that everybody kind of feels that in the winter that their cues are a little light. Um, So if you feel that you maybe need a little something else to kind of add while you're waiting for your other stuff to to uh, load up, um, I would go ahead and uh, I would I I would add it. It's a fun watch. Um, And then the returning ones that I kind of uh, wanted to uh, highlight uh, first and foremost, probably Blue Exorcist for anybody who was a fan, you know, after us having to wait six years for the second season. Uh, to come out uh, after another six years. We have now, we're now finally getting a uh, season three. Um, so I think that's uh, a lot of people are probably excited for that. Um, personally, the sequel that I'm most excited for um, that's coming out this season that already the first episode is out is Mashal season two. Uh, this is uh, as, uh, as I've kind of equated to um, in past episodes, I'm a huge Harry Potter dirt, uh, dork and I love anime. Um, and so if, you like both of those things and you also like kind of like the uh, comedy that came from one punch man. This is the perfect anime. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's hilarious. It even has like shout outs to things like Harry Potter. Like there's like, I can't remember what they call it in Mashal, but like they have like a very, like it's clearly supposed to be Quidditch, but it's not Quidditch. And uh, for those who don't know what Mashal is to give a very brief summary, essentially it's, a guy in a magical world where pretty much everybody has magic, even if it's like the weakest magic. Uh, But he was born without any, Um, but he's a huge like gym nut essentially. And so he has like, like this is why I say it's kind of like one punch man where like he has worked out so much to the point that he is essentially superhuman. And so the best example that I like to give is um, there is a scene where he has to fly a broom or whatever. And what he does is that he gets himself in the air and is kicking his legs so rapidly that he's floating. It's like that type of humor. And like I said, especially if you're a fan of Harry Potter and stuff like that, it is so funny. So I, I like I said, even if you're maybe not a huge Harry Potter fan, it is still really funny, Um, especially if you're into the whole ridiculousness, like such as like the one punch man where like, you know, his workout was, what was it like? A hundred push-ups, sit-ups, and ten k run for like a like years or something, and he became that overpowered. It's very reminiscent of that logic. Um, so if you didn't get to watch season one, I I so recommend it. It's so funny, and now I'm very happy that season two is uh is on right now. And then, of course, probably on everybody's perpetual uh uh on on everybody's watch list perpetually is one piece, you know, we uh it was just announced that we're moving closer to the egghead arc. So if you are ahead of like, if you are ahead of the show and watching the manga, that is definitely something to be excited about. Um, so I think I would be reminisced to not uh, add that to my list. Um, so if I had to shout out a favorite so far, um, obviously I'm super happy about solo leveling, but, I want to give it to the und- unwanted undead soldier or adventurer. I keep saying soldier. Um, it looks super promising. And like I said, it has that feel of like, so what if I'm a spider? And then the monwa that I was talking about, and I enjoyed both of those a lot. Um, so I would say that that's most promising. And then I would follow that up with, um, like I said, Mashal, I can't say enough good things. Um, that is probably the thing that I will be looking forward to the most um, not just out of new, like just in general. That's probably the thing that I'm gonna be or, um I'm gonna be wanting the most every week. Um, so as always, um, I also like I said, I'm always reading something. Um, so what I'm reading currently is uh, it's called uh, A Tender Heart: The Story of How I Became the Duke's Maid. A uh, really cute story. Um, essentially, she gets uh, it's a it's an this one is an Atomi isekai. It's one of those uh, uh. Immersion ones where she fell asleep essentially to reading this novel um, and then woke up in it as an extra. Um, and like the Duke um, basically, you know, unloved all his life, everything else like that. And this is like the first person because she actually felt for this character while she was reading it. And so it's kind of like a, you know, Duke having a feeling of actually being cared for for the first time and then her being able to take care of her favorite novel character. It's, it's a good read. Um, like I said, if you're looking for something to read, I would recommend it. It's fun. It's good. Um, yeah. So, uh, the questions that I got from last week, I only got two again. That's probably because, um, you know, uh, we were on all on vacation. So I'm sure everybody had a lot more things to do than, uh, listen to podcasts and such time with families and all that. All that stuff. Um, so, first one was, uh, What is your biggest pet peeve in an isekai? Um, I kind of did go over it in the episode, but just to kind of reiterate, the biggest pet peeve that I have in basically a lot of isekais is especially the ones where they get dragged, like they get summoned or whatever, and then they're just thrown the responsibility of saving the world. It's always kind of been a big thing to me because, personally, for me, you know, well one you're being forced to do something that you didn't want to do two you got ripped from the family your your like your family your friends the world that you know you know a lot of these people and everything else like that are like you know high school students so like you know they they you know they have lives they have friends they have part time jobs parents everything else like again obviously we have those stories where like you know their i guess life ended up better due to the fact that they were alone and everything else which i guess is fine if you want to look at that way, but the majority are these, like, normal, everyday high school students, and then they just get r- ripped out of everything they know into a world that is dangerous to the common man and is like, oh, by the way, because uh we ripped you out of this, and that obviously means that you have special powers, and uh, you have to use them to save us. By the way, I'm King such-and-such from country you've never heard of. And, again, I'm being nitpicky, I'm trying to make sense out of a completely thing of fiction, but it's just the, the, I think it's just the, the, uh, thought process behind, oh, okay, so that's just, we're cool with this. That's cool. That's fine. And, like, everybody just goes about their day. Um, and then even if, like, the main character in question does want to say something or complains, they, uh, they they like say their piece and then they're like sorry and then everybody moves on and everybody's okay with that so that's what i find a little uh silly about and i, I would say it would probably be my biggest pet peeve um if you got isekaied what would you want your powers to be who that is a loaded question um here's how my thought process works the closest that I will ever be to being isekai, so to speak, is um, I've played d and a few times and I'm really into Baldur- Baldur's Gate 3 right now. I always find myself being like uh, either driven to like a ranger type of character, like an archer or, or a mage. Um, so I think if I could do either one of those things, like be an overpowered archer with like maybe like some magic arrows or something, like maybe like kind of like think like Hawkeye's uh like from the avengers like he had all those arrows that did different things maybe maybe something like that with like i can make arrows do certain things like i, I can have exploding ones fire ones ice ones whatever I, I think that might be cool just because that would put my the two worlds that i normally clash together in like a D&D kind of uh realm of thinking and i could put them into one so if anybody wants to write a webtoon about me um, you know, make it a ridiculous title and maybe it can be like the archer with his crazy arrow abilities. I'm, I don't know. I have no idea, <laughs> but maybe something like that. I, I would read the heck out of that. Um, so I guess that's all I have for this week. Um, I don't really know where I'm going to go next week. Um, usually I try to give like a little, uh, teaser. But I do think that I want to start having these weekly conversations about stuff that I'm currently watching and or reading. And I'm going to try my best to stay to a schedule as well. And then if uh, if a topic raises maybe from questions that you guys give me or comments about things that I say, maybe I'll just go that front. Uh, like I said, because at the end of the day, that's what I want this to turn into is a conversation between me and you. Um, so like always, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Rival X Reviews, Uh, If you want to email me, RivalXReviews at gmail.com. And I will see you guys next week. Bye-bye.